0: lock I'm tired girl. to I'm of
1: arguing.
0: I'm tired I'm and I'm don't bite your tongue, don't get it twisted. Go ahead, you're in. What's your problem? Let's resolve. We get it wrong. Welcome, welcome,
1: welcome, welcome to another
0: edition of
1: Nothing But The Truth, with your host, Mr. Evan Brooks and Mr. LeVon. What's up? Yeah, we back, we are back after so long. Y'all thought we were dead, we came back like Christ did on Easter Sunday. We're back, we're ready, we're here to do some more stuff here for the first show, you know. New season, new things, new guests. This time we're going to have more guests. We have in the team already developed diverse group of individuals. That's coming out in 2 weeks right there. So I hope y'all sit back and be ready for that because we're ready to do this. I don't want y'all to be afraid because there's going to be new changes we to play some of that place in that Leah. We need a resolution. A perfect song since we got the President coming in, Barack Obama coming in there, taking George Bush's spot. But before I say anything else, I'd like to make an announcement to everyone that if you want to catch any of our past shows, you need to go to com forward slash NB underscore truth. Don't miss out on it. We got all the shows on there, and you can copy and paste the audio player to your web page. Black Planet, MySpace, Facebook, and other sorts, and even blogs. Also, you can subscribe to iTunes to our show. Don't miss out on this show. Don't miss out on any of the past shows right there. You got a lot catching up to do. We've been doing this almost for, what, almost two years almost? Yeah, about two years. James. It's about to go to two years, and we got to keep going. I don't want y'all to be scared because we got to push it and keep on preaching from the survival scrolls. Anyway... Another thing is that we're going to start doing live shows beginning February 1st. Again, February 1st is going to be live shows. It's going to be very raw. It's going to be very controversial, very entertaining. It's not going to be down. I know the past season was kind of mediocre because we didn't put the gas on there, but now we got guests, new team members. It's just going to be an all-over thing because we're going to just keep it going and keep promoting. How was your Christmas, Mr. LeVon?
2: Oh, it, was, uh, it was it was was pretty decent. Um, hopefully, y'all might know this, y'all might not, but I'm officially an author now. A lot, uh, one of my short stories that I wrote has been published in the uh, university anthology over there at UNCG, and I'm just doing big things now. So, working on a book of short stories that I'm going to publish amongst a, a lot of other things, possibly some different studies on essays that I've been doing on race and whatnot. So I've I've been doing pretty decent. Had a nice little Christmas. Had a nice New Year's. You know how it is to be with family.
1: Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I was trying to chill, do my thing, just keep it real with people. Been working. I mean, it was all right season. You know, I'm I'm heading back to school. I'm going to go ahead and go to UNCG. I'm going to try to go ahead and knock that out the boat right here because it's time for change and it's the best time to do it people with the economy being down and stuff if you can't get back in school get your credentials together because when this economy busts back together as I know it will it might not happen tomorrow might not happen in this one year give it about two years you should see something by then you should have some type of credentials on top of that get your stuff together get your paperwork your education together and let's make it happen now with the new changes going on let you know about President Bush our final our final which call it? I call it our final uh 4 for one and it might not be the final point George Bush might try to sh- trick the shit and bring I'm president again motherfucker might go crazy but anyway that joker uh went ahead and finally stuffed his game up and, and went ahead and let those border patrol agents who got in trouble I think it was in 2006 for shooting an illegal immigrant that was smuggling
0: drugs,
1: unarmed of course, into the border. And the mugs got sentenced 11 to 12 years. He went ahead and commuted their sentence and they going to get out in March. Now my question to this, I don't know about y'all, and he felt like they had a harsh sentence. It wasn't like he found out yesterday in the newspaper. What made him take so long?
2: I don't know, maybe it was a last gesture. He's been doing a lot of things. Some of the stuff that they've actually been setting up, though, with his policies, are actually set to sort of lock in a lot of the old policies he's already set. So in many ways, he's already trying to fuck up the future um, of the Obama campaign as soon as they step in. He's been doing a lot of weird things every now and then anyway. So, hey, yeah. you, don't, you don't know what this guy. People say now, historians too, they found out, um, based upon the polls, that he is the worst president in the history of the United States. I don't I don't want to say he is the worst president. He's definitely a really bad one, unfortunately. And people have, you know, banked off of that and whatnot. So, I don't <laughs> really think he cares about his personal image anymore
1: right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I know when the final year was coming in, he was thinking about... Working on legacy But I mean Don't think about that shit You really shouldn't think about it. You should think about your job You know yeah. As far as what you gotta do And then let people talk for you Don't sit there and say I'm having someone Come in and do my legacy Well you know That was all that Special bullshit That was going on But my whole thing To let people know Is that President Bush Is getting his ass Out of office And I'm a happy motherfucker And We're gonna go ahead And just celebrate You know I have a special song For him you know, if you bear with me for one second. I told a dog that don't pee on trees
0: is a bitch. i And see
1: as I say, he didn't give a damn. <laughs> so that's a special song for him today. Going on to other news. <laughs> Like I was saying, we have some special members coming in for our show, and uh, one of them is named Bubbles, mm-hmm. and the other person's still working on the call sign. Everyone really don't want to use their names out there like that. You know, we still do the things for fun. You know, we still trying to educate people and get people informative about what's going on with relationships, social issues. And all other the uh, social commentaries that we deal with to a day-to-day basis. You know, why the fuck we get 30-minute breaks? Like, we fucking kids and stuff and working for us, you know. Yeah. People want to know about this shit. Why do I get 30-minute break? You know, that's some bullshit. Then they turn around and say, you're late. A <laughs> mm-hmm. little dumb shit like that. But, you know, small things. Oh, another thing today or tonight as we recorded this show. We'll listen to Michael Savage go on with his nonsense. What do you think about him talking about Obama uh, being, what What do he say? You know, he brought the issue about his race. But then he turned around and said, well, I'm not really talking about his race. I'm really talking about his left-wing politics.
0: You oh, think about that yeah. shit.
2: yeah, yeah. That was, that was kind of funny to me because a lot of people keep bringing race into it, especially when it comes to what race they want to call Obama. A lot of people, to be politically correct, um, will say he's multiracial, and most people who do that do that are trying to, in most cases, play down the fact that he's African American
0: uh, and African-American bad, as well.
2: So it's it's a, it's really sensitive. It's a lot of bullshit that's going on, and it still plays upon a lot of the ignorance that's been going around. Especially, I think um, I talked with my philosophy teacher a lot about this when the. Um, Debates that w- were going around and when the commentaries were when he was still running for president. And one of our biggest concerns, and it definitely still exists with me too, that's one of the biggest reasons I had for Obama in the first place, even though I did support him. I'm like, hell, I don't want McCain to fuck up health care because,
1: hey... Yeah, that old motherfucker. I know.
2: dollars <laughs> when the amount that you need on average for a family is 12000 Oh, yeah. fuck no, no. But yeah. past, past that... Um, we were concerned that the country would be in a, in a period where there would be a lot more ignorance when it came to racial commentary and a lot of um, relations and stuff like that. And i tell you right now, people, I can't go anywhere without somebody whispering some really strange racist comment or actually talking about race all of a sudden. I mean, the whole country now is so sensitive to these kinds of things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I was at work and one girl was telling me that you know, I said Barack Obama and she said I'm happy he's in too. White girl, she was talking about it. his name is. It's just, he, I wish he could change his name. I said what's his name got to do anything. Well if his name was Jesus Christ or Easter Bunny, um, would it make a difference? Would have Adolf Hitler was called Jesus Christ.
2: I know. Would it made a
1: difference him killing people? I
2: know. Uh, that's this is really funny to me too. We play on these really nitpicky things that have absolutely nothing to do with what's really important when it comes to politics and when it came to Michael Savage and then hearing some of the stuff that the people that I heard him talking about were up there saying it was was kind of funny because it was definitely racially um, oriented but they tried to use other topics to how would you say denigrate the importance of race In their talks in the first place And that
1: is fucking stupid
0: to me really, really Yeah
1: I agree with you all that All the way with the whole situation Where people want to nitpick shit And people coming off with bullshit But we're going to go on more about that Later on on that bullshit Some of it's religion Which I think is wax. But I got some shit for you I got some shit And someone, my boy, just hosting the show, just sent me some crazy shit. That motherfucker crazy, tell me he's gonna kill me. Get, get, fuck all that for it shit. Anyway, yeah. it's all good. We all gonna die, we're gonna die, right? Yeah. Shit, get your drink on. That's what I tell people. But anyway, there was a poll today on CNN about MLK. Since it's MLK Day, you know, people... In a poll, they were saying mostly black people, two-thirds of black people say yes. In a vote, saying that the that Dr. Martin Luther King's dream is finally being realized. while A slim majority of whites are saying it still needs to be there. It's not being attained yet. And my thing is, well, how are we measuring it as it's being realized? I mean... How would they me- measure it? I, mean.
2: I know that's, that's one of my um, questions, too, because um, Martin Luther King's dream was definitely much more diverse and broader than a lot of people limited to. It wasn't simply racial, it went also to the system of government, also to the system of religion as well. It was very open. It was trying to accept and tear down you know, the three um, tyrannical forms that caused a lot of problems in government and other systems. And people overlook those things, and they play it all as some kind of universal racial thing. Of course, race is important, but that wasn't the ultimate goal here. And I guess in some cases, it's all subjective. It's up to you and your own experiences and your own understanding of history to come to yeah. a conclusion of whether or not his dream is actually realized. I, I definitely would say it's not fully realized. That's what because,
1: I was saying, too. Yeah.
2: it's. Um, I would, just because a guy who looks black um, gets elected I mean that's because that's one of the things too and a lot of people hear this and they're like well, why are you saying that and everything you're a fucking idiot um, and I'll tell them about Eisenhower an individual who historically had a mother who was mixed and uh, and was black as well and they would say well, and I would say well what race is he based upon the racist tradition of history wouldn't he be considered black or yeah. Mixed? multiracial as well.
1: Yeah, I mean but yet
2: um we want to continue to put on this big air, oh, the first black president. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. And when I look at it I, I praise and I'm happy that people are we're getting disrespect. I mean I'm sick of people thinking that we're only capable of working in factories and stuff. We mm. shouldn't be any um be in any um intellectual spheres of the system. And I'm happy that he's actually broken those things, but at the same time, it's almost relying on the safe side. We can't really be who we are. We have to be some manufactured, carbon-copy version of the ideal black man in according to what society has formed in many cases. I'm glad that he doesn't have to be that anymore. Hell, he's the president now, so he can act like an asshole, and they'll have mm-hmm. nothing to do about it for the next four years. The point being... Are we really happy that a black man who looks black now that we know now that you know about Eisenhower um yeah. has been elected or are we still, you know
1: Yeah. I mean have we
2: really transcended race. A lot of people try to go with that bullshit all the time.
1: Yeah. And this yeah. just goes A across. lot of people don't know Eisenhower had that mix in. I know, you know, that's
2: what I'm saying. Nobody a lot of people don't. I mean and of course hell, he probably passed for whatever the fuck he passed for. Yeah. The point being though is based upon those judgments. Wouldn't he be black too? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Drop a of blood. Racial, at least, and that's that's the point I get to. I
1: mean,
2: hey, he didn't look black, but yeah. based upon his standards, he was black. I have
1: people in my family like that. They, like. they the pass as white, and they found that yeah. they were black. They they start acting different, you know, shit like that.
2: Oh yeah, um, I have a yeah I have a um, great cousin that actually passes as white. Now she hasn't contacted the family ever since she got blue contacts and everything. And she started passing his wife. Wow. I know. but And that's one of the things when it comes to racism. Like, there's so much ignorance here. We're relying on appearances again. We're not actually transcending the appearance of yeah. a black man. When people see me, they don't see a black man. They can't really tell what the fuck they see because I don't really look like anything you've ever seen. You know, I'm a mixed person.
1: I mean, people are special. That's how I see yeah. it
2: and that's, that's how it is for me when we look at this whole situation with Obama and the dream finally being fulfilled when they mm-hmm. talk about MLK it's like for me that dream isn't fulfilled yet. Yeah, it's people not
1: fulfilled, still we,
2: relying on appearances to judge people in the first place I mean they automatically attach certain um, meanings to you that are centuries old and I can't accept that idea no it's not fulfilled yet it's, and to say that this Isn't a milestone Or an important event In that kind of dream Being fulfilled Would be foolish It would be ignorant To say that Obama being elected Isn't a part of that dream Yeah Of course
1: it is We we still got Motherfuckers Getting locked up Motherfuckers Are still being uh, Charged Over some Chumped up Bullshit charges Yeah I mean
2: We're still getting Shit beat out of us By cops Just because We look a certain way And actually aren't A certain way a matter of fact one of my friends he actually got severely beaten by this cop on campus when he was going to his dorm he had just came back and he had a severe hangover and there was this cop following him he couldn't tell what the cop was saying to him so he just kept trying to walk and lay down and go to sleep so he eventually makes his way back to the dorm and he comes to find out that the cop has all um, followed him all the way there his friend was there watching him too and then the cop comes in there, he starts beating them down and stuff. He arrests them and everything. Then next thing you know, the cop starts trying to be nice to him the, um, the day after the event happens.
1: Yeah. We
2: still have people that, um, upon instinct, automatically look at our skin color or the different cultural markers that we have. Say, for instance, my dreads
0: mm-hmm.
2: automatically cause people to think that I'm a hyper-aggressive individual, possibly antisocial, an individual that might be on severe drugs, all kinds of things. I've actually heard this in numerous conversations during my social experiments here, and the fact that these things still remain, the fact that people are still relying on appearances to judge people instead of actually acquiring true knowledge of them, goes to show that we still have a long way to go when it comes to MLK. I'm glad that his um, dream is progressing, though. To say that it isn't is
1: foolish. It's progressing, but it's not there yet because we still got people that's still not where they need to be at. Exactly. yeah, I, I look at it like this: Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about equality. I don't see that in the professional field, as far as lawyers, doctors.
0: Yeah. Oh yes, especially the,
2: doctors. Yeah. I, um, um, the 2003 um, census uh, statistics for um, scientists with doctors, doctorates and scientific engineers with doctorates: um, less than five percent of the academia is African American. About twelve. Fifteen percent is um, Asian. Then there's about three percent that's Hispanic, and less that's of uh, Alaskan Native and American Indian and other. And mm-hmm. about overwhelming seventy-five percent of it is still of Anglo descent. So it's like for me, the dream is still still not. Still not fulfilled. To say that one black man being elected, or one multiracial man, however you want to put it, being elected, has fulfilled Martin Luther King's dream is like a slap in the damn face. Because then it becomes about race, and I wouldn't say that his dream was fulfilled until a Hispanic um, president came in America, a Japanese president. President, you know all kinds of presidents, the German president. You know, you see what I mean? Yeah, it's much more diverse than that, and it's not simply about who gets the official rule of power. It's about changing the whole consciousness of America and the way government works
1: here. Exactly, exactly. That's how I see it too. Now, going on into that, one of our final notes here: Obama, Antichrist. Why people say that? Why people saying some bullshit when when the man finally gets in there? I mean, are they so much in fear that they're saying, well, the devil was here, the devil was here, things of that sort. Of. I mean, is it really that bad? What's your thoughts?
2: You know, I remember when Obama was first becoming popular and people were hearing him speak, it was back in 06. And I remember my philosophy teacher um, that I spoke with, because we keep in touch, we talk about all these kinds of issues all the time. And she talked about how she showed, um, actually, no, she actually did this in our class, too she showed a picture of, a, of Obama and was just asking you know, the students what they thought about it and all of a sudden this white girl suddenly blurts out she's like, but he's the Antichrist and now I'm hearing about African American churches that are saying the same thing about Obama and I'm like, we're following the same racist and discriminative policy that was used to discriminate us against us in the first place Our col- color of our skin was used against us is um, matter of fact, dark skin has um, constantly been associated with ugliness, with evil, with hypersexuality, aggression, with deception, all kinds of things. You see what I mean? And yep. and they even claim that just because he's the president now, that all of a sudden he's the antichrist is bullshit to me. And if anybody actually does the actual studies on the antichrist, that that um, Paul was, uh, what was it no, it wasn't Paul it was um, John Patmos? Yeah, think John of Patmos. The Antichrist he was talking about was the Emperor Nero. Anybody has any um, solid understanding of history will understand what he meant when he was talking about 666. He was referring to the um, numerical values of each of the different numbers in the actual language.
1: And a lot of people are trying to associate that shit don't even understand the Revelations yeah. in the history. Because if, if it was happening, that shit was in Europe, from what is told, you know. That was in Europe yeah. Or that area over there A lot of people Saying well the reason Why I think that is because the whole World love him The whole world Don't love Obama the whole, yeah. I
2: know they sure don't the most
1: The reason My thing is The reason why people Like him because of Edible or Motherfucker With cowboy diplomacy That's yeah. what President Bush had He was like You either with us Or you're against us That's his own Words right there you either with us or you're against us. And it's like, if you're not with our team, you saw what they did with France and Germany. When oh, yeah. the invasion of Iraq, they were like, I don't think we should go. And everyone was like, boo, boo. Now, now that shit was bullshit. we trying to be buddies with France and them again. But France is like, man, fuck y'all, you know. But they was really saying fuck President Bush because he's the one didn't want to sit there and reason he want to yeah. sit there and let me kick ass let me be the top gun of the world
2: yeah oh, oh and uh, let's make 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 another correction right quick um i meant when i was talking about the infra nero part i meant the numerical value attached to the different letters in the alphabet of the hebrew language okay just so you know because when you actually take his full name and you take the numerical value of each of the different letters that are used in the Hebrew language to spell that name, then his um, name would add up to 666. John of Patmos actually thought that Nero was the Antichrist. In fact, there was a large um, cult during that time that after Nero died, kept trying to prophesy and spread rumors that his body was going to come back to life. Of course, it didn't. And when um, Jerusalem finally fell in 80, eighty seventy, when they invaded and whatnot, the people battling actually thought that they would have... Um, the last members of the last true saints of Jesus Christ and we're battling for the end of all times so people the antichrist died a long time ago okay get off superstition
1: yeah a lot of people lose their fucking mind which I should be worried about the asteroid about to hit us ass <laughs> nah yeah. I'm fucking with y'all I want y'all go go and jump out buildings <laughs> yeah. a lot of people lost their mind and I think really I think some of the churches I don't know Pastor Manning was one of those ones who was talking about uh Obama was the devil and this and that. Yeah. He's just uh, a person who hates on his own race because no one's paying him no mind. Yeah, And I don't want to give out no links, but there have been uh, things that he say, Obama, he's the devil, he shouldn't be there. He's, and I mean, all this bullshit. And, and people, I think, in my honest opinion, I think most of the religions that's out here that force you to believe things don't. Um, tell you to critically think like Chris Rock was saying we're not in a society or Chris Rock and Tariq Nashi we're not in a society where they encourage you to do critical thinking they don't we're not in a society like that no more it's like they want to force the shit down your throat Tariq Nashi said on his last podcast that he was stating that basically how people are receiving dollars in school education is that they spoon feed you this food which is knowledge and want you to regurgitate it exactly as they have it, on a test. It's exactly. not no emphasis on what do you want to think outside the box, like Plato's, uh, Cytop- uh, what's his name, what's his name, uh, Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. You got these uh, philosophers like It's like, okay, think, what do you think about this? How do you see this box? Exactly. Things like that. People saying, you got to think in this box only.
2: I know. And in education, the people that they view to be the authorities are even limited. In many cases, um, not diverse like they should be. Because a lot of the people that we look to for this great guide to information and morality had some very racist ideas and perceptions. A lot of people, oh, they quote Hume like he's just a great guy. And I appreciate his work when it comes to scholarship, but the dude was a racist.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of people. Coming off off angles, it's not exploring the different angles, I the know. different dimensions as far as what goes. And I'm not trying to talk in metaphysics or anything. It's just that our society's becoming dumber and dumber. Like we got more technology, but yeah. we're not really using the full emphasis of what's going on. I see people constantly coming into my store. I want to get an iPhone, so you want to do even? No, I just want to use it because it looks neat. Yeah. Some, like, stupid shit. So, I could paint up something, look like it. And, like, here you go. Here you go. Here's the iPhone or whatever. And you'll buy that shit because it looks neat. Like, what if you do stuff, so? Well, I like to create programs, and the iPhone's the perfect thing to create programs with. I can create a new application to help people monitor their heart rates or monitor their diabetes and shit like that. Huh. Things like that, you know, thinking outside the box. But a lot of people don't want to think outside the box. They'd rather have someone force it down because I think thinking hurts in their yeah, opinion yeah. thinking hurts but the thing is the person who has the education over you can possibly control you mm-hmm. and you don't even know it see that's what they want you to do like Tariq and I, she was saying it's like Chris Rock was saying if they can control the amount of education that you're getting and there's no emphasis on going out there and trying and you don't want to do no more than what is just the minimum requirement you're fooling yourself. You're tricking yourself to fall. I like how Barack Obama is coming out and letting people explore. He's got a diverse team coming out there. And a lot of people don't like that shit because they don't understand that shit. And the reason why they don't understand that shit, they don't want that that broad knowledge to kick in. Because I ain't saying he's right about everything. I'm not saying that at all. You know, most of the stuff that he was talking about, not all of it's going to be taken care of in this policy and people got upset about that. I said, but you got to understand how strategies of politics work. They tell you certain things. They're not God. In my opinion, they're not God. Some people look at them and worship the politicians as they go. I ask them as, please help me. Help me. You know, God, help me. I mean, I mean, the thing is, we look at these people... In a face of celebrities, we look at presidents, like people in power as if they're God, and you're misplacing that. I'm not coming off on a religious tip, I'm, I'm just coming off on a real tip that y'all gotta stop that bullshit. you have to do for yourselves. Because so that's what's gonna come down to when i in that inaugural address, he's gonna talk about it, that we need to step our own shit up. that's I know, that's, that's
2: what he first started talking about right as soon as he won the election, and that's one of the biggest problems too. I mean, everybody sees this thing it's a great event, but it's like they're pretty much being inept. They're not actually learning how to take responsibility for their own lives. they like, I can. Yes, I can. And all this other stuff. But they're not actually doing anything. They're not motivating themselves to do anything. And that's, that's the problem in the first place. It shouldn't take a moment like this for you to be able to do things in your life in order for you to inspire yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should be able to have that kind of Self-drive, where you push yourself to the ultimate limit without all these other kinds of moments in history to move you.
1: Exactly, and a lot of people just need to realize that. I, and
2: I know, and that's the biggest problem. It's like you've always been able to do this here. You've always been able to, but people act like they can. All of a sudden, the veil is lifted somehow. Now you can. I'm like, no, you're still going to have the same problems that you had before. Yeah,
1: because they're all thinking, well, Barack Obama gets in there, it's all going to change today. You
2: know <laughs> um, no, no. I mean Come on now Didn't the uh, videotapes From the Ku Klux Klan Prove that wrong Yeah I mean We, we got real life That's just being extreme Right there when I, when I talk about that The point is Aside from all the other stuff You have to realize You have to have Some kind of Self accountability yourself You have to learn How to be able to maneuver through the problems that we have in society. A- enlighten yourself with knowledge. Don't sit there and let people limit you to the same thing they've been limiting us to before. Stop expecting us to fulfill these low standards. Because that's all they want us to do. You know, they're, they're trying to say that we're genetically inferior to white people now through all these so-called scientific surveys, yeah. surveys and investigations of social science. Tuskegee experiment.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: And, I mean, oh, yeah, the bell curve experiment, too. That's the one that popularized the idea based on this guy named Jensen's um, own findings. He claimed that the certain um, IQ, like the points between the IQs of the black and white mean mean average would always be like a certain amount of points lower or something of that nature. And people just hopped on it. And we really have to get beyond those kind of stereotypes people go to college they get business degrees and they learn how to wear three-piece suits and a tie and then they start thinking they're better than their brothers and sisters better than their fellow community and that kind of knowledge only goes to show that all you're learning how to do is become a privileged individual just like the people who discriminated against us and continue to before Mm. and don't understand why these things are important they've lived in a life where they've never had to worry about needing certain things and we have to realize that as individuals, we need to remove that veil of privilege and start recognizing it for what it is and criticize it.
1: Exactly. I think a lot of people need to think and wake up and see what's going on. I mean, because you're getting caught up in a whirlpool of nonsense where, you know, just because, like, I'm going back to get my masters, but I want to... Because when you go get back and get your master's they want you to do that critical thinking. In most cases, you just can't keep regurgitating. Because a lot of people in college should like that they regurgitate everything, and then they come out in the real world don't know shit. Oh yeah. And it's not it's it's not because you know that was aware of it. The thing is is that no one told them or encouraged them to think outside of box. You might not have professors who are, that were like, well, I want you to think outside the box. And I had a lot of professors like that in my time to think outside the box. And I, that's why I'm always thinking outside the box. People are like, how did you come up with that? You got to think out of box. You got to do things that no one else has did before. Yeah. That's how this shit going to make you set off. Mm-hmm. When you start doing critical thinking, people are going to start noticing and say, how did that motherfucker come up with some shit like this? Yeah. You know, things like that.
2: And I know, it's, and that's that's one thing, too, one of the biggest changes um, when you go to college that they're finally blending out. Because most of the times, you know, you go to high school and all you do is, for history classes, learn a bunch of facts and stuff and how to put them down and everything. But when you go to college, you actually have to apply and interpret those things, make arguments about them in history. And that's what it's really about. It's, it's about coming up with your own understandings of what's going on in the past and that's how a lot of our classes should be, they should be a lot more critical, our understanding should be a lot more critical, we should be aware of the origins of a lot of the stereotypes we have against us that people continue to perpetuate um, with clear ignorance, honestly. I mean, I've learned a lot of stuff, especially in my studies um, on religion and then just the different ideas of ways race has been portrayed throughout history. And it's like almost every understanding of race we have in America and in the Eurocentric sense has some fixation upon control, trying to control other people. And we need to realize this today because if we really do want to see, you know, MLK, MLK's dream come true, then we have to take out the imperial, imperial nature of races, of race in the first place.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly
2: I mean Come on That word negro That came from the Portuguese When they first started When they first started Trading with West Africans They were the first ones Over there A lot of people think It's the Europeans No the Europeans Weren't over there yet They were like the last ones The Spanish were ahead of them The Portuguese Were the first ones They were like the Leaders of that period of time Mm-hmm. And they gave us the word Negro, ironically, which is a Spanish word, although it's also in the Portuguese language. Mm-hmm. That word was used to refer to the difference in skin tone, but it also came to be used as a word that denoted class and color because it specifically referred to people of African descent who, over time, were used as slaves. And that's one of the biggest things, too. A lot of people don't understand history about why they first started enslaving in the first place. It's because we had bodies that were built like workers, great workers. In fact, in the kingdoms that they first started visiting, they had special labor systems in which the individuals working were specifically conditioned physically from childhood to do specific tasks. What kind of workers are you going to use other than those? Those are the perfect ones. Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, a popular Spanish philosopher by the name of Las Casas, he um, defended the Indians, right? But at the same time he looked at the blacks over there in Africa, and he said, we didn't have souls. And when you have those kind of people who have these a- authorities uh, making these kind of claims, it gives you all all the, um, how could you say, excuses you need to do the things you did, because eventually,
0: mm-hmm. you know, the big
2: Christian thing came out when the Pope gave them permission to enslave um, Africans on the basis that they weren't Christian and weren't pagan. And here's another thing when people look at race and whatnot, especially in the past it wasn't in the way that we thought about it it was more so about citizenship abiding to the different Roman politics of that time they didn't have any ideas of biological descendants or heredic- hereditary traits so basically when the English came over there and they looked at the blacks as a race they looked at them as kind of as a nation a civilization they were like well hey they're not English, they they're not Christian in other words, and that was a big part of English culture. You had to be Christian, you had to have these certain morals and whatnot. And because they didn't have English morals, the English culture
1: Nick They condemned them.
2: Exactly. They had the very reason and then the skin tone as well. Yeah. I mean that was constantly used and is still used on um, in Christian Yeah They yeah,
1: use it in the Middle East.
2: Uh, I know, a sign of darkness, a sign of evil, a sign of lust. Yeah. Um, and in a hot area they um still had popular ideas for why skin tones were different and one of the um, most popular ones was climate differences for instance they believed that in hotter zones people naturally got darker skin and um, looked certain ways and whatnot and what made it worse the top off of all this information was that there was a popular book out by a guy named Edward Topsell. he wrote a book called History of Four-Footed Beef look at this knowledge and drop it on y'all folks y'all should be taking notes on this shit for real yeah y'all need to get on
1: that shit for real
2: this guy, he was uh, a dude who wrote a lot of uh, myths in European culture. One of them was of this ape-like being that was pretty much a devil that, was, that had dark skin, ironically, and it was supposed to mimic human behavior. It was hypersexual, and in drawings of the creature, guess what member of its body was often exaggerated
1: as extremely big? The moan dingo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: So when they finally get over here to West Africa and they see people that they've never seen before that are very dark, that uh, are very dark-skinned in um,
0: comparison to them,
2: and then they see them around apes and they've never seen apes before. They've seen chimpanzees, yeah, but they've never seen apes.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: so when they see them around apes, they automatically assume, well, oh, hey, these got to be guys that are somehow intermixing with um, animals, and or they're either monsters that are pretending to be them and descended directly from them. No. Wow. I know This is the uh, logic they had Because they believed back then That all races um, Based upon sort of the biblical standings Were all, all all the same somehow Yeah But when these differences came up Naturally they had to come up With all these different reasons But I mean just a, a little bit of that You see what I'm saying folks That the hypersexual shit That you see on TV now This is how far it goes back
1: Yeah People don't realize the I little know. thing
2: I know The understanding of what the word Negro was usually used for And the way it's used now Look! 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 How much has changed? I mean, Du Bois—he talked about that because he supported the use of the word. In his time, he talked about how meanings can change if the people who um, are represented by it um, change it, change their lifestyle, change the way they act. He was um, definitely a very good advocate of social change—a thing that a lot of people still continue, you know, to ignore. People think, "Hey, I can have all the money in the world, and people will have to respect me." No. I mean if they think you're a piece of shit. They They'll take
1: your money
0: exactly. but they don't have to respect you. I know. You.
2: I mean if they if they think you're a piece of shit, you'll still be a piece of shit no matter what color you look. I mean black, green, yellow, it still stinks, doesn't it? Yep. And that's and that's how we gotta think. We gotta go beyond that. Because when it comes to the stuff now about the whole IQ thing, I mean they have they have every problem. They don't want affirmative action. They don't want these people helping us out when it comes to education. They don't want financial aid. They think that we are totally incapable of doing that because we, from the start, by nature, are inferior. So it's going to be a futile effort to them. But the same guy that um, supported this mess, guess what he said?
1: I know what he said.
2: He said, well, hey, uh, yeah, I do have problems with that, but I don't mind them working in the factories. Oh, they, they can do that. They can work very well. Let them do what they need to do. And imagine, I mean, based upon the history of the United States and what blacks were forced to do, how fucking um, aggravating would that sound? How fucking disturbing is that? that people, fucking crazy. I know people accept this shit, too. So you see what I mean? We've got to enlighten ourselves. We've got to get knowledge here. we got to go beyond what people just teach us in schools and stop looking at those as, you no know, ways out now. People are now expected to have, like, college degrees rather than D- GEDs to get a good job.
0: Mm. Yeah
1: and even if you
2: do have a college
1: degree you gotta go still back not, I know
2: you're, <laughs> like, you're still not getting the 30,000 years usually um, guaranteed
1: yeah trust me I know <laughs> but folks yeah. I mean who dropped a lot of knowledge on you y'all. y'all need to go back replay this take your notes get back with touch with us our email address is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com we're gonna give out the voicemail on a live show you can check this show out again by going to nb or excuse me, www.blogtalkradio.com MB underscore truth. Go back there, check that out. Add the audio player on your show. You do that, everything is going to be alright. Post everything up. I know people, I just say shows. I know people have shows on Blog Talk Radio. Contact me, host, if y'all trying to do some special shows, contact me through my email address. Or through Block Talk Messenger. I've got my Blackberry set up so you can contact me. I will get your email right away. You know how to contact me. Again, NB trooper Join us while we have more special teams coming in here. I'm a diverse group is it's going to be A little bit more fun Than ever We're not going to throw Too much knowledge on you All in depth like that We're going to spread it all around So that way You can be able to pick up Because I know a lot of y'all are Like dang That's a lot of stuff Y'all want me to do But don't worry It's not too much You need to know this stuff So you won't get tricked up In the game Anyway I thank you for tuning in, Mr. LeBron. Has one yeah, more thing to say. Yeah,
2: and then one more thing for the sources, um, for you start your reading on this information, a good book would be The White Man's Burden by um, Jordan D. Winthrop. Look it up. It's a great book. It's got a lot of history in it um, in reference to the early colonial periods and whatnot. So it'll help you out. Another good book, White Over Black. There's so many books out there, man. Yeah. There's so many books out there.
1: An- another thing... I know he probably mentioned this thing. It's with people of India. You know, some of them have dark skin just like black people do. Yeah. But they don't claim that they they are black or whatever, have any black in them. You need to get a book. I forgot who's the author of it, but it's Slavery in India. Slavery into the Middle East, I believe. It's somewhere in that title like that where it's the slave trade of of India. Where they did trading up slaves on the east side of Africa as well. And that's why you see some Indian people with dark skin and stuff. And they act like they don't know what's going on. But they know that's in their blood too. Since we were talking about blood, you know, Eisenhower, Obama. Don't let those people fool you. Your skin don't change overnight over something like that. But other than that, Mm I'm not trying to talk racism or anything. I'm just talking knowledge And no point of hauling back and sugarcoating the bullshit out here. It's time to be real with that shit. It's 2009. Let's get right, get the dick out your throat, and wake up. Other than that, thank God. God bless. And enjoy your day. Goodbye.